Welcome to Eurofile. My name is Kate Walker. And I'm Catherine Rory. Hi, Kat. Hello. Oh, I'm good. You're good. I am a little sleepy. Because oh, I'm, I'm so tired. We're out mm-hmm. late last night, and where were we? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Back on our shit. We're <laughs> is there any other restaurant <laughs> in LA other than Felix? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. <laughs> we're eating pasta. My mom was here this weekend, and it was her birthday. We we stand Virgo. Yes, stand Virgo. Love. <laughs> I don't know. We had a nice. A nice weekend. She was here for like a long weekend, and mm-hmm. you basically hung out with us the whole time oh, too. Yes, so I did. Girly fun time. It was great. Girly was so fun great. time. Mm-hmm. And it was great because she was like down to chill, and I was like, great, because I am tired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so we ordered food in. We like went on we a hike. That didn't, we watched tons of rom coms. Um, one was. Did we watch Leap Year? No. No, we didn't watch we Sleep watch? Year. Oh, Letters to Juliet. One, no, one yeah, one night I imbibed a little too much and I fell asleep. And that was when we watched Princess, Princess Diaries. Diaries. Yeah, yeah. Literally 10 minutes also, in. Also, like... um, in Europe. You know, the Genovia. very real country of Genovia. Yes. Yeah. yes. Or Genovia. Genovia. Excuse, me. Excuse mm-hmm. my pronunciation. Literally 10 minutes in, I was I hadn't seen this in years. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm so happy we're watching this. And I, Kate like, doesn't no, respond. Kate is she fucking is dead <laughs> to the world. <laughs> we didn't even drink that much. I, or maybe I did. I don't know. But I was just so tired. Yeah. And we don't normally, like, drink two bottles of wine between three people. Yeah. So I was like, what? no that was good yeah okay wait how are you sorry no no, that's okay i mean we've been doing the same things last week anyway so i'm good i'm going well actually yes i'm going home this weekend yes because Uh i am marrying my sister and her Uh lovely fiance yes and kat has if you've ever seen antonioni's La Note. Mm-hmm. Okay. She has basically Monica Vitti's dress. Yes. And it is so cute. Oh, and you'll have to post a picture or something you. on your profile. Yes, I will. It is a very darling dress. I yeah. feel very cute in it, I will say. It's so like 50s yeah. Italian. Yeah. La Dolce Vita. Mm-hmm. Very so cute. cute. Thank you. Can't wait to see it. I can't wait to wear it. So yeah. excited for Claire. I know. We're so excited. It's going to be such a good time. I know. It'll be amazing. Mm hmm. So yeah, Alrighty. that's all. That's all I have. No, that's great. Oh my god, so exciting. We have so many things. <laughs> and you know what I'm going to do when you're gone? Nothing. Not a thing. <laughs> we were so busy doing nothing this past weekend. You I know. know. We got to relax. Yeah. Weeks are I'm exhausting. exhausted. Okay. Also, today is, you know, back on my bullshit talking about astrology I, and I'm exa- things like this. New moon. Um, There's a full moon full tonight moon. in is. Pisces. So, you know, I've cried three times today already. Yeah, so... I've cried twice today. Yeah, so we're not doing great. Um, <laughs> it so is you energy. can kind of tell that I'm I'm like stuffed up a little bit. Yeah, but it'll be fine. Um, can't wait till it's over, <laughs> and can't wait till September's over for sure. And should I just get into this topic? Yeah, let's go. Okay, all right, <laughs> here we go. Well, I told Cat Germany, and it is not a lie. However, <laughs> it's Germany, Austria, Hungary. Okay, you cool. know. Okay, great. So I told you that, and here we are. So <laughs> it could be any of those things. I did Germany just because I'm dumb, but I would really say probably Austria. 
So well, good. Okay, great. Okay. Starting in our story, we are going to start in the charming little region of Bavaria. Okay. Ooh, okay. And um, pretzels. We, we, ooh, pretzels, <laughs> uh, vice deer, yes. and you know those white sausages. Oh, yes, boiled. Yes, boiled, <laughs> yes, mustard. <laughs> you know, that made me really hungry. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if I can get like a vegan version of that. Mm, you could. Um, I'm sure I could somewhere. All right, and we are going to talk about Empress Sisi of Austria. <gasps> Shut up! Elizabeth, uh-huh. is her name Elizabeth? Yes, Elizabeth. I almost yes. chose this, and I was like, wait, wait, this is not a mini topic. Oh my god! Yes. Okay, fun. Yes. I barely touched. Okay, like, okay great. I barely excellent. did anything. And I was excellent. Like, Good, great, excellent. Because <laughs> how she came up for me was, I was thinking about Germany. You know, it's you know almost October, Oktoberfest. You know, mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. Yeah. And I remember maybe a few years ago. Maybe I stumbled on an Instagram photo of Romy Schneider, and mm. I was like, you know, I've never seen like any of her movies. I have since, but her first movie I ever saw, or the first movie I ever saw with her, was Sissy. And it's like okay. the the film. It's a trilogy. It's the films that made her famous in Germany, mm. and it's about Empress Sissy. I fucking love Romy Schneider, and so here I d- dive in. Yes. A little background on Sissy. So she was born Elizabeth Amelie Eugenie on the 24th of December, 1837, in Munich, okay. in Bavaria. So a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. It, it, I see it. Okay. okay. So Bavaria, it was his own kingdom at the time. Mm-hmm. So she was born in the royal Bavarian house of Wittelsbach. Okay. Sissi and her siblings, it basically was sort of like a wild free-for-all. Like, it sounded idyllic okay. for, you know, being princess, mm-hmm. you know, in the aristocracy. You know, there, I'm sure there was tons of lederhosen, tons of fishing, <laughs> okay. tons of all the cute little German things that yes. we think of. Okay, like German cute. countryside things yes. that we think of. So not super prepared for court later on. Got in it. Life. Okay. Okay. In 1853, Princess Sophie of Bavaria. So Princess Sophie was Cece's aunt. Okay. So she, her son, Emperor Franz Joseph, and he was 23 at the time. He's the Emperor of Austria, and she said, "I think she was a little, you know, hands-on." Okay. A lot. A lot hands-on. Oh yes. Okay. She said that she would rather have a niece as a daughter-in-law rather than a stranger. Oh, so okay. She, Keep in the family. Yes. So, yeah. That's, you know, that's what they do, I yeah. guess. Arranged marriage between Franz Joseph and her niece, Ludovica's eldest daughter, uh, Helen. And they called her Nene, which is really cute. <laughs> Cece and Nene. How yeah. cute is that? So... The Duchess and Helen, so like her Helen and her mom, so Sissy's mom, were invited to go to Austria to basically receive this proposal. Okay. Like it was already plan was yeah you know ha- happened. Sissy came too. She was fifteen at the time. They happened to arrive late because the Duchess, I sh- I guess she was very prone to like illness and like migraines and mm. um she had to like stop their journey because you know. <laughs> 
riding in coach wasn't probably the nicest thing to do. And so I guess their gala dresses never arrived. And for some reason, they were in mourning. So they were wearing black when they arrived and met Franz Joseph. Oh, okay. Or Joseph, I should say. So they said, uh, this is like the rumor. While black did not suit 18-year-old Helene's dark coloring, it made Cece look more striking by contrast. Oh. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, He's like, I um, want that one. <laughs> yeah. And so I guess Helene was, like, really pious. Basically the ideal, probably, Bride. candidate. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he was like, I want the other one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He told his mom that if he could not have Cece, he would not marry at all. Mm-hmm. Which is the correct answer for anyone who's trying to marry anyone. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they got married eight months later. She was mm-hmm. so young. Yeah. 16. Yeah. God. So, you know, obviously her, like, lederhosen lad. Country girl. Clad, yes. Country girl, like, fishing, hunting, horseback riding, mm-hmm. all, of, all those things in the Bavarian countryside. I'm sure there was, like, major, you know, lots of birds. It was, like, almost like the sound of music or yeah. something. <laughs> and she did not do well at court. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. So within a few weeks, Cece started to have, like, coughing fits and became anxious and she had this fit i know and she had this like fit when she had to descend a narrow like steep staircase Uh, Uh that's happened to me yeah so i get it (laughs) um it is terrifying Mm -hmm. it's manifesting physically okay now for her yeah but they do have like a little blessing so 10 months after their wedding so she was you know, Knocked 16 or what, like 17, she gave birth to their daughter, mm-hmm. which eh, she's a daughter. So that yeah. didn't really mm-hmm. also like womp, womp. she's not doing well at court and she's not doing well doing her like duties. Yeah. And she did yeah. not provide a son and it's all yes. her fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all her fault. So his mom, her aunt, she referred to Sissy as the silly young mother and took her daughter sophie (gasps) and named it after herself so her name is sophie and she refused cc freak yeah she like didn't allow her to breastfeed or like take care of she basically took her away (gasps) and like reared her yes ew and yeah i know it's really gross and she had a second daughter and basically like the same thing happened so oh that's awful she was yeah she was not like people were talking about her behind her back Mm -hmm. like it's really depressing yeah absolutely very isolating i'm sure yeah okay so here's where hungry comes in so unlike all the austrians at court who they didn't really have an affinity to hungarians elizabeth really connected to Mm. Hungarian culture. She began to learn the language Mm. and the country reciprocated her, you know, the adoration. Yeah. They said that Elizabeth's picture was framed on desks and tables and pianos. Oh my God. That's fun. We'll, We'll talk a little bit more about Hungary, but I'll go back to like her children. So after she visited Hungary, both of her children became ill. 
So two-year-old Sophie became weak, and then she eventually passed away. Mm. And they think she got typhus on her trip. You know, we already know that the mental ailments manifest in Sissy, like, physically. Yeah. So she was already, you know, she was already kind of depressed, and now she's, like, really... You know, she was neglecting her daughter. You know, she eventually did have a son. His name is Rudolph. Mm -hmm. It sort of solidified her place in court. And now she she was shown, like, more respect. Oh, okay. And there was a 101-gun salute after his birth. Mm -hmm. So this combined with her sympathy towards Hungary and, like, her, you know, affinity for it, she made an ideal mediator between the Hungarians and her husband. Oh, okay. She began to take an interest in politics, Hmm. and she was very liberal. She placed herself, like, decisively on Hungarian sides of conflicts. And, Hmm. yeah, so she really was, like, backing her people. Yeah. You know? So a little bit of a more... It's not a fun tangent, but a little bit more of a maybe some distraction or something Mm -hmm. let's go another thing she was famous for was her discipline to her physical routine okay so she was like okay and yeah i don't i couldn't tell you these days elizabeth was pretty tall for the time i guess she was like five eight and Mm -hmm. even after being pregnant for four four times she maintained her weight at like 110 pounds God. for her whole life. Yeah. 5'8 uh, and 110 uh, five, pounds. Yeah. So she was a little slip of a thing. Yes. And she did this through fasting exercise. She liked gymnastics and riding. Hmm. And after her daughter's death, she refused, she basically stopped eating. Oh, God. And yeah. this would manifest after other periods of like depression and melancholy, mm-hmm. as they would say, you know, she would just not eat so whenever her weight would exceed you know a specific amount i don't know what how much um she would do like a fasting cure so this is what the fasting was this is gross trigger warning meat itself often filled her with with disgust so she either had the juice of half raw beef steaks squeezed into thin soup or a diet of milk and eggs oh my god I guess if you like keto, that could be fine, (laughs) but gross. Yeah, ew. Oh, CC. Do we have a vegetable? Do we even have, like, cabbage soup is better than this. Have an apple. I know. (laughs) And she would wear corsets to emphasize her (gasps) extreme slenderness. Oh my god, I can't imagine. Like, she was already so skinny. So she basically did, like, a fuck you to her husband and her mother-in-law by wearing these really tight corsets to show like how skinny she was to show she wasn't pregnant. Yes, I was thinking. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so she would wear these corsets that were called split busk types, which like fastened up in the front with hooks and eyes. Okay. But then she thought that she wanted ones from Paris made out of leather because oh. The Parisian court, if they're good enough for the Parisian mm-hmm. courtesans, they're good enough yes. for CC, okay? <laughs> and sometimes the lacing could take up to an hour. Like, she is so skinny. What is there to lace yes. that long? <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's 
awful. I know. And apparently, because of the extreme lacing that they did, um, she wore them out in, like, weeks, which is weird. Like, that wouldn't normally happen. Yeah. Yeah. Leather shoes last forever. Yeah, exactly. And she would wear them out. One of her friends described her almost as inhumanely slender. And she developed this, like, it says horror of fat women and basically made her daughter the same way. And when when they met Queen Victoria, her daughter was absolutely terrified of her because, you know, she was like a bigger woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whoa. And every castle that they lived in, she equipped with a gymnasium. And she this would is crazy. I know. And in one of the knights halls in a castle, she put mats, balance beams, and she put them in her bedchamber so she could oh. practice in the morning. One villa was fitted with gigantic mirrors so she could correct every movement and position. Whoa. In her fifties, she took up fencing. Wild. Yeah. Crazy. A fervent horsewoman, she rode like for hours and hours. She had to stop due to her sciatica, mm-hmm. and so she substituted this with walking. So she would walk for hours in any weather and would take meetings walking. So that she's like, if you want to have a meeting, <gasps> like, I'm leaving. What? Come. This is, un- this is like... I know. This is... Un- I mean, it's eat. unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the last years of her life, Elizabeth... Cece, why did I call her Elizabeth, um, became even more obsessive, weighing herself like three times a day. She took steam baths and she's basically so emaciated. She's weighing 96 pounds. (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, my God. But there was rumors that she would binge eat sometimes. She liked to travel anonymously one time she left her traveling companions and she visited a restaurant mm. incognito where she drank champagne, ate a broiled chicken and Italian salad, <sighs> and finished with a considerable quantity of cake. Okay, well, good. Broiled chicken is an interesting choice, but yes. okay. <laughs> uh, but everything else I understand. Champagne, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Cake. Um, yeah. And... So I guess she would do that sometimes, you know, it was like rumored, okay. I don't know, yeah. I guess in 1881, she purchased an English country house, which like, I get it, yeah, totally. Yeah, dream. And she had this had this spiral staircase built in from her living room to, into the kitchen, so she, it could be like private, she yes. had privacy going into oh, the kitchen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something else she was known for were her beauty regimens. Another case of, you know, extreme only. So the daily care for her hair, which apparently was so long and heavy, and (laughs) it had turned from, you know, that beautiful blonde of youth Mm -hmm. to a chestnut, you know, brunette, and it took three hours to do. Oh my God. How are you living? You're exercising and then doing your hair... And then lacing like your a corset for an yeah. hour. It's like... What do, What well, else do you do? Yeah. I guess when you're trying to avoid your husband and trying to get pregnant, you, you got a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really know, but that's very concerning. And I guess her hair was so heavy that she complained about the weight 
of her braids that her yeah. hairdresser would give her. Uh-huh. And her hairdresser was, was like, you can't wear rings and you have to wear white clothes white gloves to handle my hair (laughs) so after hours of like dressing braiding and like pinning up her hair so the hairs that fell out which obviously that's gonna happen yeah were presented to her on a silver bowl for her to inspect what and then her hair was washed with combination of eggs and cognac every two weeks she just loved meat and like meat (laughs) products Like, what? (laughs) And so when that happened, all her obligations were canceled for that day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And before, we'll get to her son's death because that's the whole thing. But before her son's death, she made her hairdresser tweeze away her gray hairs. (gasps) Painstakingly. Yeah. Girl, you know when you pick one, six will come to its funeral. Yeah. And so, obviously, she's getting really sick, like, starving herself, and probably her mental state is not the, you know, in the healthiest place. So, her doctors, you know, the doctors of the day do the same thing, like, go to warm climate. Yeah. And go Take the waters. Yeah, exactly. And so, anytime she would try to return again, she would get sick. God, of course. Physical manifestations of her anxiety and all those things from Mm -hmm. being maybe in court, maybe, you know, like all these other things manifesting as her sickness. Mm -hmm. So for two years, she basically, every time she would go away and come back, they were saying everything was psychosomatic. Because yeah. when she returned, because she went to Bavaria and spent time with her family in Bavaria, and she seemed to be, you know... Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so she said that, you know, she was obviously avoiding her, like, wifely duties, and she mm-hmm. said, children are the curse of a woman, for when they come, they drive away beauty, which is the best gift of the gods. Oh. So she was Ooh. obsessed. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Yeah. You know, after using every excuse in the book to avoid pregnancy, Mm -hmm. she later decided that she did want a fourth child. So this was a decision made, obviously, as a personal choice and used as political negotiation. Oh. So she said by returning to her marriage, she wanted Hungary to gain equal footing with Austria. So then... The Austrian Austro-Hungarian Compromise of 1867 created the dual monarchy of Austria and Hungary. Whoa! Yeah, and this guy who was her friend, I uh, I'm gonna butcher his last name, but I'm gonna just say it. So Andrasi was made to be the first Hungarian prime minister, and in return, Hmm. he saw that Franz Joseph and Sisi were crowned king and queen of Hungary. But wow. he was rumored to be her lover. So. <gasps> Ooh, okay. I don't know. Mm, hot. Yeah. <laughs> At this time, Cece primarily lived in Budapest. Um, so she, you know, basically didn't love Austria. She, you know, I don't think they, like, really loved her. Yeah. And so she said that if she would give birth to a son, she would name him Stephen after the patron saint and first king of Hungary. Mm-hmm. But she actually gave birth to a daughter, Marie Valerie. And um, this was important because they dubbed her the Hungarian child because she was born in Budapest. 
like a few months after her parents' coronation. Mm -hmm. And so she was Cece's. Like she, you know, she Cece was able to finally, you know, bring up her child and you know, do all the maternal things she had been wanting to do. And I think almost to the point of, you know, she's not the most balanced person, so she probably was, you know had a lot there of was the word smothering of with oh. affection. Yeah. Oh um, okay. Yeah. So let's say trigger warning. Okay. In eighteen eighty nine, Cece was shattered by the news of the death of her only son, Rudolph. Um, do you know the story? Yes, I do. Okay, okay. So, he was found with his young lover, the Baroness, Mary, that's Sarah, and it was suspected to be a murder-suicide on mm-hmm. Rudolph's part, which is... Yeah. Um, and if you've ever heard of the Meyerling incident, this is what they're mm-hmm. referring to. I almost so, did this as yes. a mini-topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank God you didn't. I know. <laughs> um... And it basically happened in Austria at a hunting lodge. Um, he was married to someone else, Princess Sophie of Bel- or Stephanie of Belgium, sorry. And um, he was 30, and his lover, the Baroness, was 17. Oof. And they actually found a note that he wrote to his mother, Cece. It says, Dear Mother, please forgive me for what I've done. I could not resist love. In accordance with him... I want to be buried next to him in the cemetery of Aland. I am happier in death than life. Oh, no. Yikes. Which, okay, so if you are familiar with the Meyerling incident, you know that this has major repercussions politically. Mm -hmm. So the death of this prince interrupted the direct line of this Habsburg dynasty succession. Mm -hmm. So Rudolf didn't have a son. So this succession would pass to Franz Joseph's brother, the Archduke Karl Ludwig, and his eldest son, I think you might have heard of the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, which Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone knows or lives (laughs) under a rock or didn't pay attention to anything, but his assassination was the catalyst for World War I, Mm -hmm. which... Oh, that is a, that it, how big of like a domino effect of that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So she basically, Cece never recovered from this. One of her Hungarian, alleged Hungarian lovers also died, which left her very sad. Yeah. That's how much can you go through? Yeah. And obviously the scandal with the Meyerling incident increased the public interest in Cece. So... Mm -hmm. She continued to be, like, this intriguing icon, and she was, like, a sensation. She wore, like, long black dresses and carried a white parasol made of leather. Mm-hmm. And she would um, try to conceal her face with, like, fans, hand fans. Mm. She didn't really spend that much time in Vienna because, you know, she loved Hungary, but she also loved travel. And so she escaped to the Mediterranean. She went Good. to the Ligurian Riviera in mm-hmm. Italy, Lake Geneva in Switzerland, you know, Austria. She would go to Corfu. Like, she would go yeah. to all these countries that weren't really visited by European royals, like Morocco, mm-hmm. Algeria, Turkey, Egypt. And the emperor, I know. All over the place. I know. And the emperor, I guess they had discussed 
he was trying to like make a deal with her and he was like okay if you if we get a palace on Corfu like will you come yeah (laughs) like like stay a while (laughs) and um Hmm. but apparently it wasn't enough you know she just wanted to keep traveling yeah and love to travel and there were you know with political ties there are obviously you're not going to keep people happy all the time Mm-hmm. So apparently there were several warnings of assassination attempts. You know, they got whiffs of it here and there. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, obviously, we talked about her traveling incognito, so she wouldn't come with, like, her whole, like, you know, oh, ladies no. in waiting and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. But she did have one lady in waiting with her in Geneva, and they were walking along this promenade, and this 25-year-old Italian anarchist, Luigi Lucchini, approached them he tried to like look under her like leather parasol and apparently the ship's bell like distracted them because it was she was gonna leave oh and he fake stumbled and it's this thing called propaganda of a deed which is the act to start a revolution so he stabbed her oh no god yeah with yeah. the intention of killing her yeah mm-hmm he originally wanted to kill a, a, the Duke of Orleans, which is, like, you're fucking messy, yeah. bro. What? Like, yeah, I don't know. And, but I guess he heard, like, rumors that she was there traveling under this, like, pseudonym mm. and, like, happened to find her. Oh. Which, like, how incognito is that if, like, this, like, weird Italian anarchist yeah. can find you Yeah. in mm-hmm. Switzerland? It's not her fault, obviously, like... You know, but like, how messy are people? They're just like, I don't know. And he said of killing her, he said, it did not matter to me who was the sovereign was whom I should kill. It was not a woman I struck, but an empress. It was a crown I had in view. God. Yeah, gross. Mm -hmm. And September 10th, 1898, she was 60 and she was pronounced dead. Oh, man. And her husband, Franz Joseph, said of what happened, that a man could be found to attack such a woman whose life was spent doing good, who never injured a person, is to me incomprehensible. Mm -hmm. And they actually ended their life as, like, very good friends. Like, they were always on good terms. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they were, like, super in love, but they were definitely warm and fond of each other. respected each other. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and that's the story wow. of Empress <gasps> Cece of Austria. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was so good. I'm so glad that you did that. Did you see when you were researching that they are going to make a Netflix show about her? No. Yeah, I saw Obviously, it. Obviously, I'm not very good at research. No, I, I only found that out because I was like, Austrian royal drama. You know, I was trying to find, like, you know, a fun little mini topic, juicy little mini topic. And it said, like, for fans of The Crown, the next thing. I am about that. Netflix, they announced it, I think, in, like, May. But I don't know any more details. I tried to see who was in it. I mean, I didn't spend too much time because I was like, actually, this is a huge topic. And I I cannot do that. That made me sweat. That was really good. Wow. She's fascinating. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Mm -hmm. And I first heard of her, well, like, I watched the the movies with, or Mm -hmm. maybe I watched two of them with Romy Schneider. 
And which, like, cheat, cheat, I'm just gonna say those are my recommendations. You should watch them. They're so fucking fun and, like, cute and, Mm -hmm. like, they spared no expense. Yeah. And I listened to Stuff You Missed in History Class, which is that podcast, and they talk about Cece and how crazy her life actually was. Because you see, like, this romanticized version. It's, like, Romy Mm -hmm. Schneider, like, beautiful, obviously, movie star. And then you realize, like, she was actually a pretty troubled woman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was very fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I love knowing all this back, this I info for when the show comes out. Like, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, like, how are they going to do that? How are they going to, yeah. who's How are they going to do, do the Myerling incident? Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. This mm. is, it's That's probably like season three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Great job, Kate. Thank you. Thank you. you. Do you mind if Please. I take yeah. a dive? And it's it's also a little mm, creepy, I guess. As, and not okay, like fun. Not, not like it, there's Ghosty. some like kind of sad stuff that comes out. Oh, okay. But okay. It's a little, a little creepy. I like you know okay. Halloween's approaching. Uh huh. So I'm going to tell you about Musham Castle in okay. Untenberg, Austria. Okay. Which is considered one of the world's most haunted castles. Oh, fun! <laughs> which I couldn't find too much information about, like, specific ghosty occurrences. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I have, like, two kind of juicy, so kind of So I will never sad. go there, but no, I no. am very excited to hear about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, this is more just, like, two interesting parts of its history. Okay, that great. From witch trials to <gasps> werewolves. Oh, okay. We're covering all the bases here. (laughs) So, building began of the castle in 1191. Mm -hmm. And I literally have blah, blah, blah. Skip. We're skipping. Hop, skip, and a jump. Uh Uh-huh. 500 years in a blip of of an Uh eye. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. What happened? No one knows. We can't tell. (laughs) In the 1670s to 1890s, the castle was the administrative center for the Salzburg Witch Trials. Okay. Um, Don't know anything about that. (laughs) Which is one of the largest and most famous witch trials in Austria. Okay. Led to the execution of 139 people. It's unusual because it's majority of the victims were men. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's, I read that sentence and I was like, I'm interested. Yeah. Interesting. So here's how it began. Yeah. So it is a kind of sad, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, in 1675, we have Barbara Colleran mm-hmm. was put on trial for theft and sorcery in Salzburg with uh, her partner, Paul mm-hmm. Kottenpacher. That's how I think okay. his name is pronounced. Okay. So, the castle takes place because, like, that's where trials were held, sentences were given out, mm-hmm. executions. Well, so, mm-hmm. like, everything was taking place here. Mm-hmm. And during torture... Barbara confessed that her son, Paul Jacob Collar, had a pact with Satan. Oh my god! <laughs> her own okay, son. Barbara. Yes. So she is executed in August 1675. The authorities issue a warrant for her son's arrest, mm-hmm. and he starts becoming known as Wizard Jekyll. Oh. <laughs> Just going in. Just yeah. going in. Okay. So, in 1677, the government, they, like, received news that he had died. And they arrest 
a beggar boy mm-hmm. named Dionysos Feldner. Wild name. Okay, He's amazing name. Yeah. You are destined for a story of some sort. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. So his name, they called him in the streets, was Dirty Animal. Oh. And he was thought to have had contact with Jackal recently. Okay. And he confessed confessed that Jackal was the leader of a gang of poor beggar children. Oh, and I was Jesus. like, is this Oliver Twist? Yeah. What <laughs> is happening? Did Hollywood write this? Yes, yeah. So he was the leader of a gang of children and teenagers mm-hmm. who he taught black magic to. And this led, you know, to mass hysteria and dozens mm. of arrests of homeless children and teenagers. So oh God. sad, yeah. Okay. And during the interrogations of them, they are probably being tortured and confessing yeah. to like all the things that Jackal taught them. All the, all the rumors about him. They said that like he enchanted mice and rats which ruined harvests. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like he was a murderer and he was so cruel that like People didn't really want to catch him. They're like, why, why would we, like, seek this guy out? He seems okay. terrible uh-huh. and horrifying. He becomes, like, the most famous wizard of this Figure. area. Okay. <laughs> and he was never captured. So, like, oh, disappeared. He probably just, Fun. you know, he was like, even... oh, I'm wanted. Yeah. I'm running off to wherever and starting yeah. my life somewhere else. Yeah. It turned into, obviously, like, a massive witch hunt and trial and mm-hmm. basically just like every poor child who mm-hmm. were like on the streets like became thought to be witches or like i don't know if witches a is wizard? the right term little wizards i don't know huh and a hundred witchcraft yeah, yeah practicing yeah black magic <laughs> and 139 people were executed as his followers oh. 39 of which were children 53 were teenagers and young adults, 21 of an unknown age, and, like, one one person was, like, 80 years old. So it's, like, I mean, but basically all of them except for, like, two were people living on the streets. Oh, my God. That is yeah. wild. Okay, so this is absolute classism at yes. this point. Yeah, and yeah. just, like, hysteria. You know, yeah. oh, you're a poor person? Yeah. You're a witch. Yeah. You know, just executed in horrific ways, mm-hmm. like how witches quote-unquote deserve so after the witch trials um the castle reverts back to business as usual mm-hmm. and until like about a hundred years later it falls into disrepair because like funds dwindle for its mm-hmm. upkeep so you know what happens when that happens animals come in like Ooh, it kind yes, of is dilapidated yes, yes. yeah animals deer specifically were found dead on the castle grounds Okay. And you know what? The locals jump to the logical conclusion. Yes. Okay. That like there must be going. werewolves yes. living in the castle. Yes, obviously. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. is the logical mm-hmm. jump you yes. make. Uh-huh. <laughs> Deer would, could never die of any other reason. No. So <laughs> I guess, and I don't know, this is where it's kind of unclear, but okay. there were people still living in the castle. I guess like squatters residents? or what? I, oh. I don't know. Or like maybe some parts of it were kind of livable. Okay. They are rounded up and executed as werewolves. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. They like, love to jump to a conclusion, yes, that's for sure. Thirsty 
people yeah. and like paranoid people. Yeah. Um, then after that, the castle was abandoned for another hundred years until uh-huh. it was purchased by a cow. Does it look creepy? Yeah, it's not pretty. It's definitely okay. not pretty. It's not to look like at. a Disney. No, May- yeah. no, not. Okay. E- I was gonna say maybe like the Beast from Beauty and the Beast, but like but that's even that pretty. is too nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's built in. The- it started in 1191, so it's just like stone walls. Yeah. You'll yeah. see. Yeah. Um, it was purchased in 18. 18- 86 by a count and it remains in his family to this day do they live there yeah i I think so i imagine it's open for tours and stuff like Mm -hmm. that too yeah i'm sure there's big like paranormal yes yeah tourism yeah i would love to know more i will never do but i can appreciate someone who that's a lie i did do one go no i did two ghost tours i did one ghost tour in new orleans and then i was like i'll only do it if i don't go in anywhere i would be scared that like something would latch on to me yeah you know that scares me that is like that can happen i think i believe in that i just so it's like don't prefer to not think about point at the building and tell me Yes, what happened? Yes, the werewolves are yes yeah oh good i'll stay on the other side of the street yeah exactly so that is the a little history oh my God, of that's one of the really most fun. haunted castles in the world, Mushmoo Castle. That is so fun. That Thank is you. Really fun. Yeah. Thank you. I love well, little so, spooky that things. That was sad. And I know. Yeah. 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 But it is what sad, can you but do? It's, it's interesting. History is effed. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway. Okay, Kat. Should we, you know, round it out? Uh, with our recommendations. Okay, I cheated already and said mine, and I would say if you haven't watched the CC trilogy with Romy Schneider, it's so cute. She's like a cute Cinderella, Mm, and it makes me want to go to Bavaria and, you know, (laughs) eat a giant soft pretzel. And I think you can rent it on Amazon. So definitely watch it. She's so young, so darling. And, like, it's in German, so... And I've never seen her in a German movie other than that. I've never seen a Romy Schneider movie. La Piscina? I've never seen that. Oh, that's right! I know. You haven't seen La Piscina. I know. Shocking. And I saw, which our dear friend Emile said les choses de la vie oh yes yeah wow i would (laughs) watch that okay yes Ooh, i need to see you romy Mm -hmm. she's darling i was researching her too oh so cute we'll do her sometime yes i would one of our fave hollywood actresses is she hollywood one one of the great film stars yes and then great that's a good excuse so i can watch some of her movies that i haven't seen totally um well i have a delicious little recommendation mm-hmm. we had a really good natural wine the other night mm-hmm. that was like the natural version of Veuve Clicquot. so mm-hmm. so they oh my god said, it was so delicious yes so so, it was, it's so called, delicious i'm gonna i'm gonna absolutely okay. butcher this domaine brasier okay is that how you would say it um i would say brasilier how oh, you would Thank you. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> we will share. I think I took a photo of it actually. It was positively scrumptious. I have one. It's not the cutest thing, but it's definitely we we have a photo. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was the mm-hmm. it was Kate's mom's birthday bubbly. Yeah, it was the it champagne was so for her. Yeah, yeah, it was so a so good of it. Yeah, so delicious. All right, Kat, mm-hmm. what is our word of the day? <laughs> okay, so. 
I have a coworker who mm-hmm. is German, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. hey, do you have any German words for me? Mm-hmm. And this is the first word that he brought up, and I was like, this oh, okay. is very well, random, it. okay. but it's cute. Okay. Garzenberg. Garzenberg. And it okay. is garden gnome. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, isn't that cute? <laughs> That's adorable. I don't know why this is the first word that he thought of. And I was like, oh, that's cute. That's a good one. Garzenberg. Little garden gnome. That's very cute. Mm -hmm. I love that one. (laughs) So thanks to him. Shut up. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will catch you next time. Auf Wiedersehen.